what do you make of these many uh, twists and turns in the story around Brian Mulefe? Mm, they're very similar to the twists and turns around the state of the nation um, and the state of the state capture report and its implications and the fallout. They're also very, the, the twists and turns are, you know, align themselves very clearly to the political, um, internal political posturing that's going on within the African National Congress at the moment, and more specifically between some of the provinces. I think um, Gauteng, as we're aware, has been seen as a slightly more independent province. It would have been quite difficult, I think, for Mr. Mulefa to have been um, parachuted in, as it were, to, to, the, Gauteng, uh, to the Gauteng region um, through the Gauteng Channel. So I suppose the Northwest was seen as a, as a softer target, although that seems to be met with its own controversy. And I think, lastly, but there was a comment that was made um, last year when um, Mr. Mulefe resigned from ESCOM that he was described as a fallen angel and that the whole the, the, his capacity to navigate the political patronage system um, for the last 10 years or so of his career, throughout his um, tenure even at Treasury um, and, of course, at the PIC, quite specifically, the Public Investment Corporation, um, had been quite successful, but that, of course, he had eventually seemed to have gotten entangled in that political patronage system himself and um, had, had been bitten somewhat um, in a very dramatic way. So it, it's really the twist and turns of um, the internal ANC, the NEC, access to state power and access to particular resources as well. What, to your mind, does this whole situation say about the African National Congress, about engagement, about you know the leadership and how this particular matter is being handled, uh, given that you have three branches now laying claim to Brian Mulefe as a member? Well, the, the, the notion of um, the, the ANC being a, a party that's in flux at the moment is, is, is not a secret, Sakina. It's, 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 it's a discussion of, that's in the public domain. So you have the Deputy President, Cyril Ramaphosa, himself seeming to break ranks um, and describe the arrogance uh, of, the, of the ANC at the moment. And I think that this in and of itself is illustrative of, um, some, real, of, of, some, of some internal fissures which are no, no longer conceivable. We seem to have different um, NEC members, um, the Secretary General, different cabinet ministers, almost at odds with each other. We've had um, people like Jackson and Tembu also breaking ranks, and this sort of internal whistle-blowing posture that seems to have emerged over the last few weeks and months. He comes at the, you know, he comes at a, at a moment where, um, I don't even want to talk about the center, but just basically when the compass of the organization, of the ANC, is particularly skewed. Um, people have talked about, you know, the, the loss of the center, but I think the compass in terms of, A, the moral compass, the political compass, and certainly, most significantly, the compass of economic management in this country has been lost. We've seen this over the last 15 months since, you know, the weekend experiment, as it were, of, um, of Minister uh, Desmond Van Ruen, which was uh, an, an incredibly eclectic choice and incredibly damaging one. Um, the rumors that um, Mr. Molifa may or may not be sworn in and the controversy around that, um, the rumors that he may or may not be moved to a standing committee on finance. And, of course, Dr. Koza has been moved, as we know, the, 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 who, was, who came to, to light um, during 
doing the, the various re- the, 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 the nomination of uh, the, the public protector. Um, all of this seems to lead to a huge amount of jostling, and I'm curious as to how the markets are going to react to this. I'm also curious as well that on the back foot of this is that, by the way, we do have a budget address to deal with, and that this sort of background noise, uh, the timing could not be worse. And uh, just looking at uh, Brian Mulefe as a leader, speaking about, you know, fallen angels and the like, would you say that, you know, he has what it takes perhaps to run the finance ministry of this country? Uh, look, SK, I, 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 I think he is, no, he is no worse than um, many candidates who are available. He has proved himself over the years um, on several levels to be, you know, a competent CEO and has um, given himself a reputation or has been given a reputation for being a Mr. Fix-It. I don't think that, and I don't want to personalize this to, to Brian Melissa per se, but I just think the environment in which he is being brought in, the, the background narrative, uh, you know, this comes at a time that Minister Pravin Gordon has been an incredibly besieged finance minister. Just when the, you know, the RAND and just when the markets are finally stabilizing, etc., this is really not the moment to play around with that. So, really, I think his competency is a red herring. I think that the, the motive behind him being brought in and enlisted at this moment is more the narrative and is more the, what we should be keeping on our radar. And as you say, all of this happening, you know, uh, uh, on uh, the back of a budget speech that's to be delivered today. So you have all of this background noise. Uh, it was the swearing in of Brian Malefe, which the ANC has now confirmed will not be taking mm-hmm. place today. Um, mm-hmm. If you think back to the budget, uh, the midterm budget, and, uh, you know, there were talks about the Hawks arresting Praveen Gordon. So not just him, but, you know, uh, what are the further implications or the cloud that this brings over Treasury? in a time like this? Mm. So, you know, the, the impact on, of, on Treasury has been, over the last 15 months, has been, has been really meaningful and it has been very damaging. Um, of course, since the removal uh, or the redeployment, whatever you want to call it, of uh, the sudden redeployment of minister, former minister, we've had one sort of left turn after the next um, in the finance ministry. And I think the finance ministry, as much as Sakina, you know, we want to pretend that all ministries are equal and all ministers are the same. Let's face it, um, the backbone of our economy is run primarily by, by, by the finance minister. You know, the markets respond to our financial our, our, our our financial management, our economic and financial management, which is led in many respects by the finance ministry. And I think that the whole idea that um, the, this has played itself out in a way that makes it appear that it's a becoming a much more politicized ministry um, and, again, personalized. The specter of a minister who was um, almost going to be arrested is one that's incredibly worrying, disturbing, and, and quite distasteful and, and really ill-judged on every level. Um, we also have to remember that the, you know, your, 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 the, the, the big three, your, your, your poor's and your, stand, your, your, your ratings, your Fitch and your Moody's, are also, as ever, prowling around. Now, I have a, I have a very sharp critique on ratings agencies, and I've, I've written and spoken a lot about them over the last few months. Um, I think that they, they, have an ele- they carry an element of mischief with them, um, particularly relating to the emerging economies in recent months. But I do think, nonetheless, that these sort of own, own goals on our own terrain are not helpful at all. Um, they also 
give give rise to various conspiracy theories that the the, the state-owned enterprises um, are, are becoming more and more of a slush fund for particular party political members and party political interests, and that having key people in those positions to deploy resources and de- deploy policy decisions in a particular way would be advantageous to some people who feel that the state coffers are actually part of their own private um, private piggy bank. And we don't need those sorts of perceptions swirling around. But in the midst of all of this, um, they do sort of pop up and beca- become very prominent and they are hard to shake.